Evening, my Rabbi Say. Last night we began the 27th Cheshbon. Hashiva Vyasrim, the Cheshbon that a person makes at the time when some difficulty befalls him, be it an illness, be it a financial difficulty, or any which matter, that he has a difficulty which he has to now tolerate. He has to carry this burden. Chavazavavah says that there can be two ways that the person will carry this burden. He says, What he should do is take it, accept it, accept it with joy, with the understanding that it's coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And even sometimes difficulties are always for the best. Everything Hashem does is for the best. We don't always see it that way, but it's always for the best. And if one takes that and accepts it with simcha, with the knowledge that the Kosh Baruch Hu is giving to him and this is what's best for him, and he's accepting it with simcha because this is the Ratzayin Hashem, this is the will of the Almighty, the Yizbal Seval Ratzayin B'din Alekim, and this is what Hashem wants as judgment. He's not saying this is Hashem's mercy, this is Hashem's benevolence on me, this is not Hashem being, being uh, uh, blessed, giving blessing to me. It's hardships, it's din, it's judgment. But this is what Hashem wants, and therefore if that's what Hashem wants, I accept it wholeheartedly, I accept the besimcha. But not tolerating it, but being angry at the decree of Hashem. Like it says, that we hope and long for Hashem, who's hiding his face from Beis Yaakov. He's concealing his face. That's a hester upon him. Concealment of Hashem's face is when we have difficulties. But I long for him. This is what David Amalek says, that my nephesh just hopes and awaits longs for what Hashem wants. Hashem, whatever you want, that's my will. Your will is my will. That's the level we should be at. But we should not be like the one that said upon him, and it will be when he becomes hungry, he's dealing with famine, he gets angry, he gets frustrated, and he curses the king, He's turning upward. He says, Why me, Hashem? Why is this happening to me? Amazing. And you should know, my brother, that the ten trials that Hashem tested Avram Avinu with, we would not praise Him for the fact that He withstood all of those tests. If not for the fact that He accepted it all from Hashem, that He had his full will, Avraham Avinu, and with a gladness of heart. Like it says, 
it's, it's an astounding Chiddush. It's not something that comes from the Rishonim, not Rashi, not the Ramban, not the Svarnoi, not from the Achroinim, like the Arachayim and the Klayokar. You don't find this anywhere in Parshish Lech Lechon when the first, all the way, the first, number one through number ten tests, we learn about. And we learn about the intricacies of it and how Avram Avinu did with them and how he was able to pass them. But Chavis Havavas here, Rabbeinu Bachya, is saying it, an astounding Chiddush. And he's getting it from a Pasuk in Nehemiah. That Avram Avinu is only considered worthy. He's only considered praiseworthy. Not because he passed the tests. Not because he didn't throw in the towel. Not because he says, you know what? I'm not going to withstand this test. I'm going to go do otherwise. No. Not because he said, no. Actually, you know what? I have a question about, should I bring my son up on the altar? No, I'm not going to do it. He did it. He did it. That's not why he passed the test. Says the Chavaz of the reason why he's praiseworthy is because he took all of those tests and he was mekabel at besimcha. Show you mekabel hakol melekov because he accepted it all from Hashem berotzein with his will uvetuv levov and with his goodness of heart he was besimcha. Kemoishenemar, as it says umatzasas levovoi nemalufanecho. You know it's interesting. Uh, I remember the Mashkiach Zogazun Zayin on a different occasion said an interesting marshal from his Rebbe Rebellion Lapian Zatzal. We say every day this Pasuk from Nehemiah, we say every day in Pesukah Zimru, right? In Vayivorach David, we say the following words Atahu Hashem Aleikim, you are Hashem, Hashem Bochard of Avram, that you, you chose Avram. Right? But we don't start with that. We start with Hashem, you're the exalted one, you're the great one, you're the strong one, you're the mighty one. Everything in the heavens and the earth is to you, Hashem. And then, you were the one who took Avram, and took him for more custom. So he gave a mushroom like this. Imagine, you're walking in a, in a park. You're in Fairmar Park. You're taking a stroll, and you see a, a homeless guy. He's there with his rags, and he's schlepping along. As he's walking, all of a sudden he stops. He looks down, and he bends down, and he picks something up. Now, how intrigued would you be to see? Wow, what did he? What was it? It was probably a a, a half smoked cigarette butt that he's picking up. Yeah, maybe he'll have a couple of, of uh, puffs out of it. Yeah, maybe it was a quarter that he found on the floor. Yeah, you wouldn't. It wouldn't even come across our radar to say, "Ooh, what did he pick up?" But imagine you're walking. Uh, on Fifth Avenue. And there's a whole entourage. Why? Because there's a, a king that came to visit. And the king is walking. And the king is walking, strolling down Fifth Avenue. And all of a sudden the king stops. And the king bends down to pick something up. What 
possessed the king to stop and bend down and pick up. What was that? What was it that he picked up? It was probably an ancient coin. It was probably something that was so valuable. Valuable. So says Rebellion Lapian. We first begin this, these psukim, this paragraph of Ayavarul David. Hashem 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 is everything. Hashem, you own the heavens, you own the earth. And yet, Hashem, who has everything, and owns everything, and controls everything, stopped for a moment to take to take heed and take pay attention to one individual. Who? Avram Avinu. I want to know why. What made Hashem stop and all of a sudden, the great king, the almighty, who needs it, all of a sudden, oh, Hashem, you chose Avram and took him from more custom and you gave him the name Avram. Why? So the, the Pasuk continues, Because Avram was loyal. Neman means loyalty. Because Avram was loyal. And the Chavis Avav is explaining, what does it mean to be loyal to Hashem? That Hashem, if this is what you want from me, you want me to be ill now, you want me to have a difficulty, you want me to go through some suffering, I accept it because it's your Ratzin. That's what it means that Avram was Neman. That's just to understand the Pasuk, that Avram Avinu was loyal, but with Chavisavav is explaining, his loyalty was that every one of the Nisyonites that, that Hashem sent his way, he accepted it wholeheartedly, betuvlevov, he accepted that this is from Hashem and this is what He wants from me, and therefore I accept it. B'simcha. It's not what I would have chosen for myself. Avram Avinu would not have chosen to have to travel away not knowing where He's going. Avram Avinu would not have chosen there should be a famine in the land and He has to go find food for His family. Avram Avinu would not have chosen He has to kick His beloved son out of His house, Yishmael. He loved Yishmael as well, the Torah tells us. Avram Avinu would not have chosen to go fight with the kings, and so on and so forth. And he certainly would not have chosen to bring up his son Yitzchak on the altar. But he says, in every one of these things, he says, I'm going to do it, but not only am I going to do it, not only am I going to tolerate it and bear it and carry it, but I'm going to do it besimcha. That, Chavis is saying, is the whole attitude shift is dependent on, is the person worthy of getting schar or not? He, say, he says here that Avram Avinu would not have been worthy of being praised. He would not have gone down for posterity and all for all future generation, all of history. This is the great Avram Avinu. He had ten tests and he withstood all of them. If not for the fact that he withstood them by Bimakabala Basimcha. So this is the idea that Chavis Avavis is telling us. Just let's end for this uh, part of it with something that Rabbeinu Yoyna writes, also one of our great Rishonim. Rabbeinu Yoyna says, <coughs> in Shari Tshuva Shar Shlishi, Ois Lamid, we have a Pasuk in Devorim, Loisenasu es Hashem Aleikeichem, don't test out Hashem. What does that mean? Says the Rabbeinu Yoyna, what it means is, that we have a uh, a promise that if we give tzedakah and we give of our wealth to the less fortunate individuals, to the impoverished, Hashem says, then I will 
handsomely reward you with great financial blessing. Not only that, Hashem says, you can test me out with it. You could test me. You could take it to the bank. So Rabbeinu Yoyna, different than other Rishonim, say, I want to warn you, it doesn't always work. It doesn't always happen. How could that be? How could it be? It's a promise. The Pasuk says, it's a Pasuk in Malachi. How could it be? Says Rabbeinu Yoyna, I'm telling you, it doesn't always happen, and when it doesn't happen, be careful how you react. And he quotes the Pasuk in Mishlei, Musar Hashem b'ni, the Musar of Hashem, Al-Timas, don't, be dis- don't despise it, and don't be disgusted by Hashem's rebuke. Pirish, what does that mean? That means even if you gave away from your wealth, and you gave it to the, to the poor, and then you don't find in return that you've been blessed financially. Al Timos Musra Hashem, don't despise the Musra of Hashem and know Kigam Zelatevoscha. Of course Hashem keeps his promise, but he'd rather say, you know what, for this fellow, I'm not going to give him his reward in terms of monetary dollars over here. He says, I'd rather let him still have some difficulties here in order to be able to give him all the goodness in the next world. That in place of the schar in this world, he'll get in the next. And instead of giving, giving COVID and getting honor and respect that he's the big rich guy, schar emes will get the real reward. And the hidden reward that's going to be there forever. So the Rabbeinianist points out that even when we have promises in the Torah and it seems not to work and Hashem instead of giving us the, the goodness Hashem still makes things difficult He says careful how we have the attitude It's exactly what, what the Chavaz Zavav is saying here When a person is made to go through some difficulty or some hardship it's all in the attitude Here he's explaining He's putting it into perspective I heard a beautiful word today. We're in Chaydish Adar now. Yeah? So, we already know from the Hilkas Purim, how do you get Simcha, Besimcha? You get a little bit shicker, yeah? So it's interesting. You know, this whiskey stuff, yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty severe. It's pretty bitter, pretty sharp. Yet they sell it for, for uh, enormous sums of money. And people pay a nice amount of money for this stuff, Right? How did they do that? Who, who, who could figure this out? The answer is that the experts figure out. It's true. Right now it's a little sharp. It's a little bitter. But you know what? Just wait a few minutes. Just wait after a few drinks. Ooh, the guy is in, he's soaring in happy land. And the same thing goes with the, the nimshal is that there are times during this, this uh, world, this oilamaze, which we have difficulties and hardships. It's sharp. It's bitter. It's a tough to swallow. But don't worry, the experts know that if you go through that hardships and you accept it besimcha, then in the next world, you'll be in happy land then. That's the attitude we have to have. That's this idea Chavazavavaz is presenting to us now. Agutenacht.